0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Rich of the Exposed Podcast, and I have a very special guest that at first was not going to come on, and then he actually came to me wanting to come on, which I think is a very good thing to do. I think it's a step in the right direction. Wings of Redemption, what's up, pimp? Hey, um, I don't know, I, I don't remember being invited. Yeah, you were. You were invited. Is or were you? That's I don't dim- think you. I don't think you ever invited me okay no what happened was you yes you're right you blocked me i was i wanted to invite you even before the video then after i made the video you blocked me and i couldn't get in con i had no way i actually asked people to get in contact with you they may have tweeted at you so maybe that's what uh, I was i'm i very hard to get in contact with but that's i mean like you experienced some of this sh- i've lost your video by the way but you experienced some of the uh things i deal with oh i'm yeah absolutely and that's what we're going to talk about today. so what Made you would want to come on. Hold up! Before we get into that, like I lost you on video. Are you still getting your video? Am I still getting what? Yes, I'm getting <laughs> video. Yeah, I'm still getting video.
1: Okay, because I lost. It doesn't show to me anymore. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let, let's start with the uh, the video that you made on me first. Okay, and the reason I reacted the way I reacted was one I was getting my information through a. Dubious source, which were basically internet trolls, and two, I was getting, I was kind of frustrated that day, like I I had a lot of things going wrong at the same time, and it it was like one more piece of straw to put on the camel's back. Well, that's and look,
0: we'll continue. Then I'll say what I was going to say.
1: Well, and that's pretty much why I reacted the way I reacted. I kind of, I kind of took it back really quickly. Because like after you sit down and think about things it's like all right yeah you're right
0: you know because that was the thing I was like why is he getting so pissed like, the only thing I did when it was a joke and look people meant rip me a new asshole every day is I said ban anyone who says I think review tech USA in the beginning the rest I mean I criticized you for saying what you shouldn't do is that if people aren't giving me a certain amount of money in the stream then what the hell am I doing this for I still don't agree that you should do that you know we could get more into that. Well, that that's almost strictly for Call
1: of Duty. Like, people keep leaving that part out. Yeah, like, but... <laughs> like, I don't want to play Call of Duty. And when I play Call of Duty, it's for people in the stream. And it's like, I understand you shouldn't do it, but I'm like, all right, like, I'm like, all right, I don't want to play this. I don't want to be here. I want nothing to do with this. So if I'm going to do this, at least make it worth my time
0: yeah but it makes dude it what it comes off as though is that you seem ungrateful as a person who streams and the revenue from each stream is like either it's all over the place some streams i make Mm many some streams i do well you say that it gives the people that hate you ammunition to go after you more you get what i'm saying i I know what you're saying but look at it i look at it this way
1: they're going to go after me regardless that's not true that is true Dude. That, 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 like for example like when I got on Lexapro like I calmed way the fuck down I got I, I like I calmed really really down like you, you I don't know if you remember seeing all those videos of like me in World War 2 where it's like subscribe get the fuck out and like every other day was like a meltdown that's because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain and I needed medication I wasn't taking and once I went on Lexapro a lot of that calmed down and like it's been like a year and a half of people trying to have the next like emotional breakdown where I sound like a puppy, and like that's what people are trying to get. They're trying to push buttons to get me back to that point, which they can't because my body makes
0: serotonin now via medication. As a dude who's on Lexapro too, I, I, I understand what. See that th- the thing is though is that you still respond to a degree from what i see and this is not me watching i've watched your streams this isn't compil because look man Mm -hmm. i get i get compilations made about me i know what they're trying to do i understand how it is where they just take the worst of you or either they or they take something out of context and try to flip it you still respond though why do you calculated responses but the calculated responses are still right feeding (laughs) them Right, but like here, here, here's where I'm
1: torn at. Right, one hand, I get kicked back from troll channels. Okay, like some of them pay me for content, so I have to make something that keep getting them clicks. You know, and it's not, it's not, it's it's not nothing that's gonna you know, pay off my house, but it's it's a piece of the puzzle. I make you know like a thousand some dollars a month off that's twelve thousand dollars a year just for doing nothing extra. So, like, there's that process of it, and there's also the other process of it, well, like, it does affect my personal life. Like, recently I had a marriage kind of fall through because they kind of attacked my fiancé's, like, family. Right?
0: That's what I'm saying is getting that extra revenue worth – because I could see, like, from things you've said, I could see that this makes you unhappy. I understand everyone needs to make a living and understand it, but it, wouldn't you? I mean, have you looked into other options like even working at home? There's something you could do because if you, that's how much you're making a year is twelve thousand from what you're doing. No, that's just from Troll Channel kickback. Just troll Channel kickback. Okay. Yeah, I make.
1: I make. I, I make anywhere between thirty to sixty thousand a year.
0: Okay. I mean, know. like
1: that. It's it's broad because streaming's broad. Oh, I right? know. I know. I mean, like, like it, it usually falls somewhere in that ballpark. I mean, like, that's a good living in South Carolina. But probably not everywhere in the world, but South Carolina's a very, like, low-wage state. Like, if you make 60000 a year in South Carolina, you're doing well.
0: But you seem, from your own words, very unhappy with what you do. Like, do you truly hate video games as much as you say in the videos, or is that just kind of like a shtick?
1: I, if, if I didn't do streaming for a living, I wouldn't play video games.
0: Like, honestly,
1: but like, at the same time, I've been unhappy doing what I'm doing even before Twitch. I was unhappy in YouTube. Like, one of the happiest days of my life is when I quit doing YouTube. I mean, honestly, like, because, like, I got tired of constantly having to try to be fresh and and create, like, especially Call of Duty commentary. It was so saturated. Like, how do I make myself stand out from every other person doing this? Right? And it's like constantly having to put a new idea out and and be inventive and something else to try to get clicks. Waking up every day trying to think of a video that will get somebody's
0: eyes and attention. It it, it stressed me out, honestly. But I was looking – it was funny because I was looking through your channel today and your videos even towards the end – I mean, I'm not talking about the, the, like, obviously drama ones, even if someone, like, you you got swatted, you talked about your surgery, which we'll get into. But even, like, your other videos, you weren't, I mean, you weren't getting hundreds of thousands of views, but you weren't, you were doing better numbers than, like, someone like DSP, who was only getting, like, a sometimes maybe not even a thousand views. You were getting through 27, 25, and this wasn't that long ago. It was only a couple of years ago. You're roboting on me, but, um... Well... I don't,
1: I don't want to talk too much about DSP, like, because he's not here to defend himself. I'm No, I'm not even talking and, about him in terms I'm, of – I'm not even talking about – I'm not talking about bad about him, but, like, I just want to point it out there. Like, I like Phil, and I understand where Phil's coming from a lot of the times, so I don't get – like, Phil always talks bad about me, but that's because he's getting nefarious – he's getting people go over there antagonizing him. They're, and, like, Phil kind of plays into it a little bit more than I do. So, like – Mine and Phil's content are extremely different animals. Like, I've always led a more, like, sincere, game-driven, blit-based channel where he's always just, like, uploaded, you know, Let's Plays that are, like, ten minutes long and dumped out in mass production. Like, two completely different products.
0: Yeah, he used to just literally record with a camcorder and and slice it up and make ten-minute videos on YouTube. That's what he used to do. He did that until 2013. Well,
1: twenty thirteen's pushing that kind of uh, equipment uh, yeah. malfunction, but you know, but like more power to him because like I, I, my first experience with YouTube was I bought a dazzle. I don't know if you know what a dazzle is. But yeah, I used like to a, record
0: with the dazzle. I did the same thing.
1: Yeah, it, it was a standard definition capture card, and I hated that thing. I took it back like the first week, and I just. Went and bought an Hyapog HD PVR, and I was like one of the first HD channels on uh, YouTube with Call of Duty content, and that's one of my claims to fame. And like, um, and I did that strictly because I couldn't play on standard definition.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, I actually had the same capture card too. I got the HD PVR, that was such a huge step. I went from a Dazzle, which I didn't at the time. I didn't mind the dazzle. I actually had this whole technical setup that it worked okay, and it's all nerdy shit that no one cares about, but. I did go over to uh, the HTPVR as well. But my my point being was bringing up – not to bring up – you were still getting decent views on YouTube even until you stopped relatively recently. I mean, I'm not even talking about like your weight loss surgery like I said, we will get into. Oh, like, yeah, yeah,
1: but like you see the video's views. The problem with my channel is that they didn't have long tail.
0: They didn't like, la- last long in terms of like their like evergreen mm-hmm. – like.
1: Right, like 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 if you make like a let's say you make like a, a video of Skyrim and you're like this is how you get to point A to point B to Skyrim, that video is gonna get views its entire life. It's not gonna get mass number of views, but it's gonna constantly grow in views its entire life. Then you take like my video, like forty and one on like
0: scrapyard. Nobody's clicking that in twenty twenty. No, of course not. That's the same with me with my videos. It's news. Right. As soon as the news is done, it's done.
1: Yeah. Right. So so it's like Every month, I had to amass the number of views I needed to make the amount of money I needed. There was never no like long tail to kind of like help me out and kind of slowly propel me up the money train. Uh, okay. Whereas like you know like a, a channel like the Rad Brad, you know, to put it out there, he he could quit today and be, be making money five years from now just off long tail.
0: Yeah, he, he's been a, he's been on a force on YouTube for years, man. Yeah, it's, right. It's- but his
1: content lends itself to to to, to like to long tail. Which mine didn't. I made content that was easy, that you ate that day and just threw away, and that,
0: that was one of the problems I had with my channel. What made you finally decide to just say screw YouTube? I'm going over to Twitch. What was the straw that <laughs> broke the camel's back? Honestly, I um, I had four hundred dollars to my name, and I needed
1: a set of tires on my truck, and I was fat, depressed, and unhappy, and I just live streamed one day. And I made more money on that live stream than I had the last two months combined. Because that year I came off, like, I forgot what year it was. It was like 2015. I made like $9,000 for the entire year. Oh, my God. On YouTube, that's it? That's it.
0: Oh, shit.
1: $9,000 for the entire year. Like, I, I, I went through my entire nest egg, the whole nine. I I got kicked off PKA sometime in 2014. So, like, I was still in my depressed state. I had lost the machinima contract January of 2013. Uh, the FBS boot camp thing happened. The PKA camping trip thing happened, and like I, I, I went through my entire nest egg, and like, and all of a sudden, like within like a week, I had enough money to buy the the tires I needed to be able to move back and forth, and then like it, like the money was just so much better, and the the content was so much easier to make on Twitch. I'm like, and that's just where it started at, and like, granted, I didn't have a bocus of viewers back then either. Like I was on a Call of Duty stream I'd pull like 200 viewers which is much different now but like that's the reason I switched to Twitch and I, I just kept trying to do Call of Duty content all the way up to World at War or, I mean World War Two. but like I was my heart was never in
0: it I mean and, for the YouTube content and yeah if you get sick of the content then I, I believe me I understand that man if you're not into it then it, it it's you know you might as well be cleaning toil- toilets at Walmart it doesn't matter what you're doing if you hate it you hate it you know? Mm-hmm. So your weight how much if you how much do you weigh now? Um I weigh about three forty. 340, three forty eight last time I checked. How much did you weigh before the surgery? Four seventy two. Holy shit. You were bigger than me, dude. I was for like four twenty.
1: Yeah, four seventy two. That's that's the, uh, I was a big, big dude. Um and granted I've put weight on. Like I got my lowest I got down to was like four twenty five. I mean, three twenty-five. I'm sorry, not four twenty-five. Three twenty-five, and like, and that, that's a, that's another thing that kind of get that kind of X on you because like, I was so proud of my weight loss, and like, it's never good enough for other people. And mainly since mainly since it was like a donation drive to get the weight loss surgery to begin with, like it's not good enough. Which I agree, it's not good enough. I need, I want to get down to two fifty. That's my goal weight, two hundred fifty pounds, but. At the same time, it's like I'm such I'm in such a better place now than I was then
0: that I'll take this if this is all this gives me. Well, the reason why it, it people get on you for it is because you you made it, and I actually did the same thing once in the past before too. The second time where I finally sat down and said, "Look, I'm going to lose this weight" because I'm actually like in two fifties now. Um, well, I just did it and didn't say a fucking thing. The thing with you is I think that cuz you said you were so public about it and you got the the financial support for it that's why I think a lot of people put you to task on it.
1: Well, no, no, I don't think that's correct. I think most people put it to task on it is cuz I had tw- I got $25,000 to do it that's and I, I, I chose th- a
0: route that cost $9,000. So I have to ask what happened to the other 16 then? Like that's what I think people are wondering. A lot of it went to taxes like okay. cuz you got to pay taxes on that
1: 25,000. The government, the Uncle Sam doesn't give a fuck what you got it for. It's 1099k. That's
0: mm-hmm. what I got to
1: pay on it. Um so a large portion went to taxes. Um I don't have insurance, health insurance, so I had to get a doctor. Um I did a I did I forgot what it's called. It's basically like where you run on a treadmill and they make sure your heart strong enough for surgery. A stress um,
0: test, stress test you got.
1: Stress test, yeah, stress test. So I had to do that. I had to do doctor follow-ups, blood work. My blood work is like 1200 bucks every four months.
0: Jesus Christ, why? Why is it? You still um, do that
1: now? Uh, I don't do blood work now. Um, oh. I only had to do that for the first year after the surgery. Okay. But like at the time, it was like 1200 bucks. That's because I don't have insurance, and I had an entire list that was like a page long of stuff they had to test, and each test has its own individual price. I don't know if you've ever done blood work like that, but you know what I'm saying, Um, which I'm due for blood work right now because my doctor wanted me to check my uh, thyroid and my uh, cholesterol and everything like that. But again, like I, I was kind of putting that off. Now, you got the weight loss surgery in Mexico, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but like people, before we get all this, I want to explain where all the money went. Like okay.
0: none of it went to my Mustangs. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. I didn't even like, hear about that, but okay, that's we put that out there. Let them know. Yeah, like like all the money I, I spent,
1: like it was nine thousand dollars on the trip itself, and that that it was like sixty five hundred dollars for the surgery, Then I had like another twelve hundred dollars for like plane tickets, and then I had to bring my mother along with me. She was part of the plane tickets, but like I had to feed her. I had to buy an extra room because of the way our plane coming home was. Like we couldn't get a plane that night it had to get to the next morning so we had to stay somewhere in San Diego so we had to buy another night's hotel room um it was like $9500 something like that for everything there and you know then i had to pay taxes and i don't i couldn't tell you off the top of my head how much taxes was for 25000 thousand dollars but it was like 7 8 grand right okay. right off the rip right there so right there is like 14 or 15 of it right there and then the extra ten grand, like you know, like, like I said, blood work—that's four thousand dollars. You know, different doctors' visits at sixty-five dollars a pop. You know, and then there were there were some residuals, like three or four thousand dollars that that I'd bought other things on, like shoes and things like that to walk and like.
0: I, I, I mean, like, I, that's what people were questioning—is where the, the rest of it went. Now, so you said it was either. For, how much was it for the blood work?
1: Um, I had to do four blood work. It was about twelve hundred dollars a piece. Okay, so okay. Not- now I know how you did 45. the math in
0: because at first you said it was twelve hundred, then you said it was four. So if you had to do it four times, I could see where you got the four thousand plus from. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so- I mean, like,
1: like I didn't, I didn't take this money with any intention of like I'm going to swindle these people. Like I was honestly when I made that choice in December of that year that I was either going to shoot myself in the head or I was going to die on a hospital table in
0: Mexico. Only one of those two choices has life at the end of it. What made you say that you wanted to shoot yourself in the head? What, what point were you? At? I was
1: 470 pounds. I was super unhappy with life. I was streaming to like 200 people, you know, begging to make $40, $50 a stream. I was by myself. I hadn't, I pretty much had no human contact outside of like my grandmother. And like, I just, and like, my grandmother's been getting sick. Like and she's been getting sick for years, like slowly getting sicker. Recently, she got diagnosed with three types of cancer.
0: Oh, geez. she's not going to be here this that, much longer. I heard that on PK. I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, I yeah. That. And
1: it's like I, I'm I'm people claim I got 602 IQ, but I look around and be like, dude, I'm about to be here by myself at 470 pounds, and I'm either going to eat myself to the point I can't get out this bed, and nobody's going to be able to help me, or I got to change my life. So like the only way I like, I've failed dieting so many fucking times. I just don't have the willpower mainly because of like the way like food's always been like a reward system for me. Right. Like when I did well, I ate. When I feel bad, I eat. If I do something good, I eat every, every, every reward system is food in my life. And I have an unhealthy relationship with food.
0: See, it's interesting. It's interesting because, as a person who was also—I mean, I wasn't as big as you—but my biggest was four twenty. Is that when I get severely stressed, I—the I, last thing I want to do, even at my fattest moment, was eat. <laughs> like I would not like you. I couldn't force food down. Like I would have to drink a protein shake if I was really stressed and miserable so that was i guess that was one small blessing with me because that kind of helped me kickstart my But i understand though i understand yeah it's just and, and like i still have the unhealthy relationship with food i still do
1: and but like now i have like a stomach that can't i can't abuse it with and i got to i got to make the corrections now before that stomach stretches out
0: yes because again, can i know people who yeah. have actually gotten bigger than they were before the surgery
1: right and it does stretch out like i like when I when I first got the surgery, I could I couldn't eat like four ounces. I mean that now, if I want to, I can eat a whole sandwich without getting sick. You know, so it's at, it has stretched at this point. But like and like, you're always cognizant of that in the back of your head too.
0: Were you we scared getting? shitless to? Oh the my surgery. God! To yes. get the surgery in Mexico because I know you were supposed to lose it, a certain amount of weight and that's why you couldn't do it here because the doctors wouldn't do it here. If that was that, is that correct from what I yes. heard? Okay. Yeah the doctor the doctor here, which I forgot his name,
1: he was an Iranian doctor and he wanted he wouldn't work on anybody over four hundred pounds. Wouldn't do it. Like if you're over four hundred pounds, you're disqualified from my program. So I had to go find a doctor that would do it. And granted, he was. He was like twenty six thousand dollars. The wow. doctor in wow. Conway, and and he'd only ever done like five hundred of them his entire life. Whereas like Dr. Garcia, which the doctor ended up going with, he he he's done over ten thousand of them, and he was also like a surgeon that taught other people how to do them in like some university in Mexico. But like it it it's, it's basically an assembly line down there, honestly. Like, but it's nice. It's 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 safe. I'd do it again. But I was terrified of it, especially since the trolls were calling and and like leaving bad reviews on the place I was going to, and like calling up to that place and like Jesus harassing Christ.
0: them. Wow, I didn't know that they were. Yeah. The, it, it, so I mean, why would they allow the now? This is the technical part that I, I want. to... Why would they allow the surgery in Mexico, but they wouldn't up here? Was it just different? Was it is standards? It a, I okay. mean, like. Like um, in Mexico,
1: it's, it's assembly line. Like it's they 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 do they do, they do them they do them a lot. They do them fast. They do them for money. Takes him thirty minutes to do the surgery. You're in and out. Five grand in his pocket. Wow. So, that's, I mean, so that would have freaked did, out. And he did over thirty while I was there. And and I, you stay there for three days. He did over thirty in three
0: days. So there. So how I have one hundred fifty thousand, I guess, right there. I'm I'm suck at math, but whatever. Yeah, is it I something? don't know what it is, but like yeah, 100, 150,000. Dude, just it. boom like a made. like a mass conveyor. That's insane. So now, so how fast did you lose weight initially after the surgery? I don't know. I didn't
1: check. Like the first time I actually got on a scale, of weigh myself because well, I'm when I got to the surgery, I was four forty four. Okay, so you so lost I was, some. I lost like 25, 30 pounds on the month leading up to it. And I did that with my grandmother's help and stuff like that. And I was proud of myself, and then I got into a fight with the doctor while I was there, <laughs> honestly. In Mexico? In Mexico, yeah, because the, doctor, the surgeon was the only one that really spoke English, and he was unhappy with the amount of weight loss I lost. He said I didn't lose enough.
0: So and like, it, what was the fight about?
1: What was the fight? It it hurt my feelings. Because I I was feeling really good about myself and I'm like, I lost more than I thought I'd lose. And he and going into that, he said, just lose as much as you can. The more you lose, the better. And like he came at me like, you know, you really fucked up. You didn't work you didn't work hard enough, blah, 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 blah. And like I just got done doing like what I felt was like one of the hardest weight loss pushes I ever had in my life, because I had, you know, death motivating me.
0: See, so, yeah, I mean, it, losing thirty yeah. something pounds is tough. How much did he want you to lose? He never gave me a number. Like, but he never talked to me before that because they go through these thing, these like
1: little like like referral centers. Like you talk, you don't talk to the the doctor directly. You talk to like these people that are in California, and okay. they schedule everything around you. And they go, the doctor says, just lose as much as you possibly can. The more you lose, the easier the surgery. And then they throw this thing like if you lose X amount of pounds, it will give you five hundred dollars back.
0: Huh. Right, and, that, and they and they do that based on like your body mass index. Well, I'm surpri- I'm just surprised he didn't give you a number because you would think because I know especially if I watch I watch like the show Sit My Six Hundred Pound Life, they say you need to lose this. It's, amount of it's nothing like that though. Okay, it's nothing like Six Hundred Pound Life.
1: When I what basically I was sitting on like a like one of those like um, sectional couches. Okay. And there was nine of us all signing our paperwork to go into the hospital at the same time. Wow. Like, you're a number up there.
0: That's crazy. It's just like it, a it mask. It's like a conveyor belt of, of weight loss surgery.
1: Right. Like, the stitches, I, the stitches I had taken out at the hotel. Stop it. Really? At the Marriott. Yeah. They they sent a, they sent a nurse to the Marriott, and she took everybody's stitches out in my little group.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> scary. They,
1: yeah and so like it,
0: it, it. so do but, you, do you intend on losing the rest of the weight now or are you like is that something you're determined to well, do well I, I i do want to lose the rest of the weight
1: and like i'm like I was using like like prior events in my life recently to push for the weight loss because I wanted to lose another thirty pounds before like you know certain things but like shit happened, and I got really, really
0: depressed really fast. What food do you go to when you're depressed? What What is what puts <laughs> some of the weight back on? Um,
1: it's not so much it's a go-to food. It's more of like eating constantly. Because I can't eat a whole lot at any given time, but I can knick-knack all day.
0: Like pick on things the whole day, yeah.
1: Right. Like I Like... You know, bag of chips, something like that. Bag of chips. Uh, I'm really bad with like cal- uh, calorie intake with liquid form, like YooHoo's, sweet tea, um, high C, anything that hasn't doesn't have carbonation because I can't really do carbonation anymore.
0: I was about to say my my go to thing is seltzers because I it, it still gives me some kind of soft drink without having anything in it.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but no, I know like, with the I, surgery you can't. Right, yeah, I can't, I can't do, I can't do soft drink anymore. But like, I can do liquid calories, and like, I get a lot of like comfort from liquid calories. And like, that's one of my bad ones. If I can just cut out soda, my food eating isn't that isn't the problem. It's my it it's my yoo-hoo sweet teas and high seas. They're like, the worst. Those those are like twelve hundred to fourteen hundred calories a day for me.
0: I used to do. I say this all the time. It's the same thing with me. My biggest thing was Starbucks. I used to go to Starbucks like two times a day. And that alone was like 1400 plus calories. So yeah, yeah. Like if you could dude, that would be so huge. If you find, or even get like, not the fake sweetener stuff, they have drinks that have like the, the, it's not artificial sweetener, sweeten in another way. If you could find a way to substitute that, man, you'd probably lose like 30 pounds in a few months. Well, yeah, you know, cause those drinks are kill. I know firsthand the drinks, yeah.
1: the, they're, they're poison, they're poison and they're addictive. Like, I have an entire shrine of Coca-Cola, which is funny because, like, the, the meme about me is about Pepsi. Oh, you drank <laughs> yeah. all my Pepsis? But, yes. like, Coca-Cola is my, was my poison of choice. I love Coca-Cola.
0: Yeah, it is, it's true. Yeah, the whole meme with the Pepsi. But you see I see, which is funny because I don't like Coke. I think Coke tastes like they just put syrup in fucking seltzer. But, uh, yeah. Coke
1: it, is more smooth.
0: It, it's, it's, yeah, the drinks are definitely huge, man. It's, that was actually one of the things that made the weight fly off me was when I just stopped going to Starbucks. And stop. So, it's something to think about because that- you got
1: to think about it. Like if you don't take fourteen hundred calories a day in in liquid, you know, it's thirty five hundred calories to a pound. That's that's like three pounds a week. Just right there, you're drinking. Yeah, you know, it's fifty two weeks in a year. That's over hundred pounds of weight loss right there. Just because you you're losing the weight because you're not putting the
0: the calories on to burn. Most of my weight loss, I really do think, was that makes sense. Like, like you don't shit. have to
1: burn that 1,400 calories that you drank into your body that done nothing for you.
0: And if you think about it, 1,400 calories is probably about what I eat a day now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was drink before I even over ate, which I over ate, I was just drinking in calories. So, I was probably having like 3,000 plus calories a day, if not more. So, yeah,
1: it's like it's like the whole Wendy's Chili thing they hit me with. Like, Wendy's chili's like. 270 calories for a large cup. Like, it's nothing.
0: Yeah, it's not that bad. There's, it's there's, like,
1: the drinking that large sweet tea is like 410 calories. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's almost double
0: what the, the, the chili is. Oh, dude, like, the, I used to get the caramel macchiatos. I used to think I was getting healthier because I used to get soy milk in it. Yeah. And those alone are like 500 calories. That's, you, you might as well, I might as well have had like two Big Macs because sometimes I would get those twice a fucking day. Yeah, that, that's about what a Big Mac
1: is. A Big Mac's like 610 calories. So, so,
0: We got to talk about PKA. Okay. What? How did it start, and what the hell happened that made the fallout with you them happen? I mean, I mean, they wish you. Do you want to go like how
1: did PKA start? Like back at the very beginning?
0: Yeah. How did it start, and what? I know, like, explain what happened with you with the weight loss with Kyle, and how the fallout happened where you're no longer on there.
1: Um. Well, in the beginning, there was a there was another podcast called Host Migration. It had. it's it Hutch and Sean Anners oh, and God. a third person, which I forgot his name, but they, it was three friends. They did a show called host migration. And at the time, like me, Kyle and Woody were like, like friends from like doing like dual comms and things with each other. We were our own little click. And I go, I think our sub base would really enjoy more content and seeing us on a more personal level. If we just recorded our Skype conversations, Okay, and at the same time, it, you know, I was like, I, I, I shot him the idea of Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony is a shock rock radio uh, broadcast from like Sirius XM. I don't, which they, they they they've fallen apart now at this point, but like at the time they were big. And like Kyle was down with the idea, Woody not so much. So, like, me and Kyle made a couple videos. We asked for some donations to get, like, Podbean started and, like, all the startup money. Because there wasn't money in YouTube at that point.
0: No, not back then, no.
1: There was no money in YouTube at that point. Like, you did it just because you liked it. The only money you made was, like, when you uploaded on Machinima's channel. And when you uploaded to Machinima's channel, you put it in this thing called Dropbox, and you just hope they put it up at some point. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember Machinima, if you were on Machinima, it was like considered like a badge of honor. It's amazing how times have changed. Yeah, and like, but so like, you, you got paid quarterly. You get
1: paid four times a year back then. So like, we, we accepted donations, and we started Podbean, and we started it up, and we actually asked Woody to just sit on for the first show and see how he liked it. <laughs> and Woody agreed to sit on for the first show. I don't think we had a guest on the first show. I think Woody was the guest on the first show. And Woody liked it and we we decided to do it again and it just kind of became its own thing and like we we everybody put in extra effort to make it happen. I mean, during the first 60 episodes, I think there was like six of them that one host with three guests happened because, you know, at the time Kyle was doing like FPS Russia, so he was flying all around the world. Um Woody had you know other obligations. There was no money in it, so like it was like a, a labor of love at that point. Um it, it went on forever. Um then the FBS boot camp thing happened. Uh Kyle came to me and pro- had a um a proposition. He goes, Jordy, well, he called me wings. He's never called me Jordy, he's always said wings. Wings, let me make you an offer. Would you like to have five thousand dollars? Sure. Would you like to fuck any porn star that you can pick? Sure. Would you like to lose 50 pounds? I like where this is going. And he he laid it out. He's like, I want to bring you to my house. We're going to do a month boot camp. You're going to lose 50 pounds. And afterwards, you're going to shoot a porno with any porn star on the roster. And they're going to pay you $5,000.
0: I never heard about that part. I mean, I heard about the boot camp, the the FPS boot camp. Yeah, that was the whole. That was the whole spiel. Like I backed out of the porno. Smart move, but continue.
1: Yeah, and, and the reason I did that is because I I was worried about like future employment finding because I had no. I've, I've never had any indication like this will last forever. Right, <clears throat> but um, so we went and did the boot camp, and the boot camp was hazy because like one. Huge shock to the system. Like, I went from eating Big Macs one week to having all, be on lock and key and having everybody else control my caloric intake. I went from having, you know, no physical activity to huge physical activity, which I felt like I did well with the FPS boot camp. Uh, I think I took it well. Um, there's a, it, it wasn't professionally done by any means, like, it was, but at the same time, like. I thank Kyle for the opportunity. There was some downsides to it. Like, like I was ready to go home during the middle of it because I got homesick. And I was just having a mental breakdown and Kitty talked me out of it. And during that same day, I did, the PKA was there and I didn't want to be on PKA, but they, but they kind of, I kind of went on it like an hour late and it, it was just a terrible show. It was just a, it was just a whole like finger pointing kind of like, gang up on wings kind of day but like toward the end of pk it was always gang up on wings and a lot of the reason pk was like what it was was because i was in a bad place mentally towards the end of it
0: i was about to say was that gang up maybe partially your own doing yeah most likely yeah i like i like
1: i remember one time i skipped pk to go to like a concert because i felt like i needed to get out the house because you know cabin fever is a bitch oh i know and and I I came to him ahead of time, and I'm like, yo, I really want to go to this concert on, uh, I think it was Thursday. I think we did it on Thursday at that time. It was a flogging Molly concert, so it wasn't the biggest concert in the world. But I wanted to go to the concert, and they couldn't adjust. And I remember Woody specifically saying, well, you got to show up for work. And I'm like, well, expect me to be there, but I'm not going to be there. And, like, he, he didn't take that too well. Where where I told him, like, yo, I'm just, like, you can expect me to be there all you want. I'm, but I'm going to the concert. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be nice by, like, yo, let's push it back to Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is. Because we still weren't getting paid for PK at that time. Like, I never, I wasn't, like, well, that's, that's kind of a lie. We got paid these little advertisements that fans would pay for. Okay. Like, we, you had, like, um, the Yolo Boys is the only one I can remember off the top of my head. Like, we didn't get like, like, like now they have like Dollar Shave Club and like Squarespace and things like that that pay them for like advertising spot. But we we were basically doing like um, ghetto advertisement, so we'd make like two hundred fifty dollars a month or something like that each off of like all the advertisements for that month. But I, I was still consider PK was not was not monetized at that point.
0: How now? When did you officially? part ways with pka i
1: got voted off right after the um pka uh, survival trip why did you bail on that i was just about to ask you about that um me lying mainly like i i i bigged it up because i really wanted to do something like that and i still really want to do something like that Go, like all of us were like fans of like Les stroud and like survivor man and like Man, Woman, Wild. We love those survival shows where people go out into the woods and they like live off the land, build shelters, catch their food. Real manly kind of stuff. And like, I love those shows. And we all said, let's do one. Let's go out in the woods of North Carolina and stay five days. And I was down with it, even though I was the heaviest of the group. And I had hyperglycemic issues and things like that. But like... (sighs) They were really pushing on a certain date. When I wanted to put, I wanted a different date. I wanted like something in the summer, and they wanted it in April. And it was it was a really cold April that year, and it was really rainy. And um, the closer they got into, they started talking about walking ten miles into the woods without a compass. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can walk ten miles. And it's like the perception in my head was worse than what it actually was when they actually did it. Like to me, we were gonna walk in the woods, we were gonna let like park rangers know where we're at, and we get checked up on, you know, like every you know, twelve hours or something, you'd have like a park ranger come by and like, hey you guys doing? And it wasn't that at all.
0: But did you and still I, did you still agree to it and, and like I think yeah, it was Kyle? I agreed thing. to it,
1: but like three days beforehand I backed out.
0: I thought Kyla was waiting for you somewhere and that like the very last minute. Kyle left early. Okay.
1: Kyle left three days early. Because he had to drive from Georgia to North Carolina and he was going to stay at a hotel up in North Carolina and just meet us when we went to go. So Kyle didn't know about it. So it seemed like to Kyle, I backed out at the last, at zero hour. But I remember talking to Woody about it and Woody says, You're, it's too close. You can't back out now. And I'm like, I'm not coming. Okay. And like, Kyle got wind of this and he tweeted about it. And then I had the entire PKA fan base attack me while they went on this trip. And I, and like, and I was live streaming at that point a little bit. And they hit me while I was on a live stream. And, like, I kind of said some shit. I forgot what I said, but it was negative towards them. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I, they kind of dropped me afterwards.
0: Now, you and Woody had – he had a, he actually called you out in one of his the PKA episodes because you said you had um, a better screen presence. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but it was pretty damn close. Charisma. Better Charisma. Yeah, how did you uh, how did you feel about when when Woody could because Woody actually was kind of like always on your in your side on your side a lot and when he kind of went off like that what was your
1: reaction? I, I, to it? Be honestly, I don't recollect this whole story. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know all the details in my head, okay. so I can't tell the story with justice. But like, Woody, <sighs> I don't know how to say this without being offensive. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh, to me Woody's personality's always come off rather generic. Like like when he tries to have charisma, it falls flat. Like he he's not the kind of guy that can tell a story and have the entire room enthralled with it. And to me that's what charisma is. Charisma is a guy that can tell you about can have a conversation about peeling an orange and you want to know how he peeled that orange. And that's just not a talent that Woody naturally gives off. Woody's an interesting person. And I would go so far as say Woody is the closest thing to a father figure I've ever had in my life. And I love Woody to death. But some of his stories are like listening to Paint Dry. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, I mean I I watch him on PKA. I don't see that personally, but I mean you know you've known him longer so I'm just, you know, I'm, getting, I'm taking I mean taking.
1: I, I personally have heard that story about where like the guy came in from his basement and he was sleeping on the couch and he would like take some money out of his wallet. I think I've heard that story at least 25
0: times legitimately from Woody. Yeah, from Woody, yeah. So that when you said that, so you still stand behind the fact that you don't think he has that charisma? I don't think it matters, honestly. Like, I don't remember what
1: made me say that, but there there was something, there was like a crux that made me go there, and I don't remember what made me go there. That's why I said I don't know all the details of the story. All right. Like, there's some reason I called his charisma out. It wasn't just randomly, like, well, fuck Woody. That's just not the way it was.
0: Like, I don't try to do that. So let's go into somebody else that he has been an our, our arch, I guess you could say somewhat of an arch nemesis of yours Keemstar keemstar yeah how i i remember the whole thing where you were you doxed him or supposedly doxed him um well he doxed himself he doxed himself okay how here's here's the thing with that okay this
1: was early machinima machinima
0: days when he was doing fag when he was doing fag
1: it was fag keemstar (laughs) was much smaller than everybody else. Like he didn't get the recognition that all the other guys were getting on machinima. I don't even know if he was machinima at the time. He might have been. But um he was attacking me for months. Just straight months. Like he was in my only income at that because I had just came off the factory job and my only income at that point was my machinima checks and like kickback from like I would charge people for like friend slots. And like I know that sounds Assholeish, right off the, at face value, the charge people for friend slots. But back in the day, you only had a hundred of them. And like, I have like all these people begging for friendships, and I'm like in my mind, like to weed out like people that aren't serious. Because you 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 accept somebody's friend invite and they go missing for four months. To weed out people that weren't serious, I'd like, hey, give me sixteen hundred Microsoft points. And like some people did, some people didn't. You know, it's what it was or you know the equivalent of 1600 microsoft points was like 20 bucks or something like that. So that was my only income and um I was still on unemployment at the time as well. So which hold up. Let me let me backtrack that because like I got a guy right now trying to get me for tax evasion. I don't know if I was on unemployment at the time. But like my money was slim back then. And uh, Keemstar was coming at me trying to get me kicked off of Machinima. I forgot what his reasoning was, but like I was not in a good headspace because, like, I, again, like I was playing Call of Duty 12 hours a fucking day. I was doing three commentaries a day, doing three YouTube videos a day, even if they're low quality. It's effort, right? Getting three COD gameplays, three quality every day of your life. So seven days a week, I'm doing 21 videos a, a week or more. And this guy sitting there trying to get me kicked off Machinima, which is my only hope for making the job I have at the, at the time, succeed. So I went looking for Keemstar's information, and I was given Keemstar's information. And like we had this little like uh, rendezvous on Machinima where we kind of like buried the hatchet. And after they stopped recording, I gave him his information to try to say, look, you shouldn't do this to people. Because, like, there's consequences to
0: your actions. That conversation that was recorded where you were reading off his info, that was pr- private? That was a private That was, com- that was
1: private, yeah. That was after, because we had Sark there, me, and Keemstar. And the com- the commentary was done. It's on Machine and me. You probably still find it. That was done after the fact. It was recorded by Keemstar himself and released by Keemstar.
0: Okay. I didn't know that part. I didn't know And that. like.
1: Because like I I mean, like Mr. Sark was there right there with us, and like I was just reading it off to him, as, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this to people, you know, affecting people's livelihoods, because like there is repercussions for this
0: kind of stuff. so what, I think the thing that that bothered keemstar, you, didn't you have a debate with him almost like a year and a half ago where because you he, you wished he would die or you said he, he wanted him to die? And what made no? You-
1: I, I said that if there was a person on this earth that that could
0: die, and I would lose no sleep over it, would be Daniel Keem. Why did you say that? That's rough. <laughs> That's pretty brutal, man. I don't. There are some people I st- strongly dislike that I would not wish death on them.
1: Um, I have a long history with Keemstar. Star. Mainly, you, you know, he tried to take my job from Machinima early on. Um. Uh, there's many many times he's went on PK and like just went above and beyond like dickishness. Like there was one time we were like doing like the road to the call of duty, which is like something we used to do where we try to call and get like a GameStop employee to sell us a call of duty. It was all fun, tongue in cheek. We never expected to get it, but like he called like make a wish and tried to get the make a wish kids, you know, call of duty copies from the GameStop place. And like, he would always take it above and beyond and everything. And like hanging out with him in real life, like the billionaires bash and stuff. Like I, like I did, I didn't value him as, as like a person, but like at the same time, like I never took into the fact some people change. Right. And to me, that's not, and, and thinking back on it now, it's not fair. I was always judging Keemstar based on his persona from 10 years ago, not from his persona nowadays. It's Cause I don't know Keemstar now. Cause we're not, we don't go in the same circles, but like, back in the day keemstar was a piece of shit and like he's he's the kind of dude I wouldn't want to associate with back in the day now, and that's
0: was he because i I always hear a lot from people behind the scenes that it's a persona and it's not really him was his perso- do you think it's a persona that makes him a quote unquote piece of shit or do you think that's actually how he was as a person because I, 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 I can only
1: say what I've seen like who he was on camera was who he was off camera back in like two thousand nine two thousand ten
0: Okay, that's interesting because I hear a lot differently from that. But like I said, I've only had like three interactions with them
1: in person, so take that with what you will.
0: So, how are you now with the guys from PKA, Kyle and Woody? Do you have any kind of contact with them, or
1: I don't? I, I didn't have contact with them when I was on the show. Honestly, like we just showed up. We showed up. Like I showed up here and did a, did a show once a week for
0: the most part. And that's it. You never you never talked to them outside of PK. I mean, like toward the mid toward the middle end of it, no, not really. Is that because you guys had falling outs because of what was going on? Is that you know we just like different games,
1: like like we played different video games. Like Woody played, like um, I forgot what Woody was playing, but like we just played different stuff. Like we just never
0: interacted other than PK for the last bit of it. So. You you are after all this. You are where you are now, and you you, dis- you you said in the beginning of this you you despise gaming. Basically, you said if you didn't have to do live if you didn't live stream, or you would never pick up a controller again. Or is that true? Like if you, I, I can't say one hundred percent certain. Like there's certain games I'd probably play if they
1: came out. Like Fallout Five got announced, I'd probably go by and play Fallout Five. But like like there's games I'll be playing here soon. I don't give a shit about like Resident Evil Three. Don't care if that's there. I bought Doom. I wouldn't have bought Doom if I wasn't streaming. Really, uh, Doom I, is fucking awesome, man. Seriously, I'd love Doom. Yeah, I, I, like I like it too. It's all right, but like, is it sixty dollars? Awesome? No, not to me. Not particularly. Like, there's all kinds of games I would buy. Like, like if they made another Dark Souls, I'd buy that. Like Elden Ring, I'd buy that if I didn't play. But would I have bought Sekiro? No. Like I wouldn't have bought Sekiro if I
0: wasn't streaming. So, like, d- there, dude, if it's making you i know it's not simple and i'm not trying to make it black and white where it's a gray area but if it's making you miserable why don't you begin the steps to i mean you know you're still a heavy set dude money but but there's nothing you could do even from home maybe like even medical coding or something like that that could make you the same money where you wouldn't have to deal with the shit um i don't i don't i haven't looked that deeply into it but like
1: Money is the big issue because, like, there's nothing around here that makes, like, the money I'm making right now. Nothing. Like, the only job opportunity, realistic job opportunity I have
0: makes, like, 15 bucks an hour. And, like... But even if you made less and only that 15 bucks an hour, if if it helped your sanity, and helped you be happier, wouldn't... Even if it was somewhat of a pay cut, wouldn't that be worth it?
1: I I think a lot of that stems from the job I had before YouTube. (laughs) Like... As much as I hate YouTube and streaming, I hated working in a factory more. Did you really? Yeah. Like, I remember wanting to go to work and, like, I wish somebody would T-ball my truck and just break just this one leg so I can get, like,
0: six weeks off. Wow. So, you know, I never heard you say that in a stream, and I've watched you on streams before. So, you hated what you did before more. So, yes. So, dealing with the trolls and shit now. You
1: the, only, the only downside with dealing with the trolls is the fact they always try to get me shit-canned. I hate that.
0: But see, that's where you... Don't you think if you interacted with them less, that would be more beneficial to you? Don't you it's think... It's hard. It's hard. I know it's hard, dude. I I Especially, was, like,
1: like, I have a hard time, like, multitasking. Like, like playing a game and then looking over and interacting with chat.
0: Oh, I sucked so, up with it, too.
1: Yeah, like, so so, like... So when I go over, I look for something, and I, and I usually grab the biggest thing I see on the screen. I'm like, all right, let me read this in my head real quick and then read it out loud. And it's usually always a troll comment. It's like, you motherfucker. Well, let me tell you. And, and, and it's like spilling a glass of milk, and you have 15 people come by and tell you you're a
0: fuck-up. Well, as a person who was, I mean, there's sometimes I still trip up, man. I'm a, I'm a loud Italian with a short temper, so I lose my shit occasionally, too. As a guy who used to react just as much as you did, I can tell you this. And people used to tell me, Rich, you're feeding the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. I'm telling you that's the biggest weapon you have. They were so fucking right, and I didn't realize it for like six years. I used to, every time someone said something negative, I used to react to every single thing. When I stopped... I mean, I still have people coming in my comments when I'm live streaming saying you're a fat shit, go kill yourself, blah 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 blah.
1: Well, sometimes you read that shit without without realizing it too. Yes, like, I, that's like true. Some, that's true. If you if somebody donates something, that they, they'll start out nice, like hey wings, love your stream, I hope you die in a fucking automobile wreck. It's like oh shit.
0: Oh yeah, they'll they'll, they'll and they'll get <laughs> yeah. me or I'll get a super chat and it ends up being a troll because I'll go check their channel and they have no no history whatsoever. It, that's shit's gonna happen. But when I ignored, let's say 98% of it to be conservative, it took away so much power from them. And I think you could do that, man. Now, I get what you're saying. You're in a tight spot because those trolls actually make you some money, right? Mm-hmm. But is it but worth the stress that they give you for the for the money that you make? Like the stress, I can't talk about that. Um
1: the stress mainly stems from, like, them always wanting to report me. <laughs> that, that's mainly the stress because, like, like yeah, I could go to YouTube after the fact because I still have my channel monetized on YouTube and I could stream there. But, like, Twitch Prime is such a huge part of my income. And, like, Twitch has treated me right for a long time. Like, with, like, oper- like, game deals, bits, Twitch Prime, like, opportunities to grow my channel... Like I have some of the coolest like bosses ever. So they would like, they wouldn't have your back like like they do they, were... they do they do a lot they have my back a lot. But <laughs> at the same time, like for example, like I was, I, I, was tell, I was talking about Vanishing Point on my stream the other day, and I went to YouTube to show the Vanishing Point trailer. And I've forgotten in the Vanishing Point trailer, there's like side boobage. Oh no! And like I got hit for that. And like, you know, it's going to get, re- anything like that is going to get reported. Like if I didn't have an army of trolls, that wouldn't have got reported, but I do. So like, I hate being on edge like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: It is, but if you, I'm telling you, if you didn't react as much, a lot of that, because here's the thing that they're looking, I, I see the YouTube channels. They're looking for anything, even to take you out of context. They're looking for Like today, for, for example,
1: like I streamed today, right?
0: Okay. And I played Diablo one.
1: I don't know if you played Diablo one
0: boy back i played diablo
1: one for like four hours today it was a great stream you know it was like the interaction could have been better we listened to music chilled out but somebody goes if i gave you fifteen thousand dollars for ford raptor could you buy one i'm like i don't i could use it as a down payment so i went to car gurus and started showing off ford raptors and then i didn't realize that i bought my mustang through car gurus it had like my phone number right there oh no so, like it's like, "Oh, so I had to change my phone number today, and like that's the big thing, and then and another thing that happened is like a guy was restreaming my my stream, so I strike
0: this channel, and that's another big thing. See, that's the thing what that I, I got to keep real with you. I wouldn't do that. People take my stuff all the time. people well the only, like, I, the only reason I did it is because he's one of my chargebackers that runs that channel. All right, I'll give you a little slack with that one. But that kind of stuff though, and here's the thing, when people like I see a lot of times you say ban this word, ban that word. That's like the worst thing in my personal opinion that you could do. Why do you do that? Cuz I get spammed all the time too and I just ignore it. Uh, a lot of it is because I don't
1: like I I get irritated when I read it over and over again. Like if you if you it, it could be anything. You could say like the word shenanigans. Like if everybody in chat's using the word shenanigans, it will irritate me, and it gets under my skin, and they know
0: it, but you that's the thing, man you can't like i i and I've been there, so this is not me talking if you ignore it, even if it bothers you internally, they'll eventually give up and you'll deal with it less. I literally am living proof of that as someone who used to do the same thing, and that right. I, that I think is your biggest is that you're you're They love the fact that you react. Even when you just say ban something, that's a video for one of these guys. That's a video for one of them. It, like, I, and I, I watch some of their videos purposely sometimes because I know they overreact. And i watch- like, "What he did there isn't that big of a fucking deal." Like, how do you even? They're trying to make it into it. They, it's mm-hmm. literally clickbait. Like, I'll watch it and it's like, "Oh, wings freaks out." And I think I think a lot of it is because like they want that that
1: huge freak out again. And like I don't give it. I, I, like I feel like I'm doing better because I don't give them the huge freak out anymore.
0: You are doing better, but you still. As a, per- of a person who's done it, you still react too much. You haven't done a look here, listen. You haven't done that in a very long time, which is and, good. And one thing I, that I do react and I probably always react on is I'm, I'm competitive in
1: video games, and I play stuff like Rainbow Six. If you ever played Rainbow Six, it's a super hard game, especially if you play it like at the higher end like you know skill levels. You get frustrated, especially when your teammates are doing dumb stuff.
0: <laughs> It's like, "Dude, why'd you do well, that?" Well, that's not I mean, like fucking Ninja gets pissed but, off but, at that shit. That's not a big deal. You know, you're going to yeah. get people get pissed off. Ninja gets pissed off. I even I was playing Doom and I wanted to punch my fucking screen. Dude,
1: Doom Nightmare, me. that new Doom Nightmare is fucking
0: brutal. I was just playing, on hurt me plenty and because I suck dick at video games and that was kicking my ass. People were saying, "Dude, that was I'm terrible. playing
1: it on Nightmare." And like, "I'm god, man. There, there's some parts of that game it's like how the fuck do you get through this? But you eventually get through it. You get better. It just it's a slow progression and I love games like that. I love when a game challenges me to become a better person. That's and why I've I, always been a favor of I've always been a fan of Dark Souls.
0: Like the guy who starts Dark Souls is not the guy who beats Dark Souls. It's a completely different person. I, I wish I had more time. I want to play Dark Souls so bad because it's so it's like it's like a spiritual successor to Castlevania for me, but I suck so fucking bad at it that I just can't I have three kids and it's just not happening. Yeah. I wanted like Dark Souls three, I wanted to it's just such my game like if i was like 15 that would have i would have been an aficionado of that but see i got into dark souls because it helped my anxiety
1: what yeah i know people give me that reaction all the time but like dark souls to me calms my nerves because the the, how fluid the combat is and how smooth it is like it, it just feels like 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 you're meditating when you're doing it
0: right that is, the. you are the first, <laughs> I think you're the first fucking person I've ever talked to in my life that says that Dark Souls calms their nerves. It does, like, like it, it's rough when you fight, fight
1: fight, like a new boss like 15 times, but there's no new bosses in Dark Souls, you, I know all of them, I know all their
0: patterns, and I can beat most of them on the first try. Get the fuck out of here. I, I i just that, that that just floors me like you actually made me lose my train of thought i've never heard someone then again i have my intro guy the guy who's in the intro of all my videos he hates video games but one of the toughest games i ever played in my life getting over it with benjamin where it's like you're vladimir putin in a bowl of water and you're supposed to get up a mountain and you can't he loves mm-hmm. that game and it's the most frustrating game on the planet so different strokes with different folks so i, I don't know but hey that's crazy. That's a first for me. Well,
1: but that, that, that's, that's a part of my whole shtick, though. It's like I play games on the highest difficulty, and like I do that because, like, for me to enjoy a game, like even at a base level, I need it to, I need it to force me to use every system in the game.
0: Speaking, I want speak, it to challenge me. Speaking of being competitive, I almost forgot about this. Back in the day with Syndicate, where you had that one v one with him. Mm-hmm. I saw the whole thing that you lost it with. The whole now I I watched the down the rabbit hole of you. Did you actually offer him money behind the scenes to make it so you would win a match? Was that true? That was um It's a half truth. How is it a half Okay, explain what's up with that.
1: Alki David told Keemstar to tell me that he would wanted us to 1v1 on Battle Cam. And He'd pay us X amount of dollars. And if Syndicate would throw, he'd pay him even more. This Alki or Keemstar? Who, Keemstar's who telling me this. Oh, Keemstar's uh, I telling me it this. was coming down from Alki,
0: David. Okay. So I passed it on to Syndicate, and that's where it stands. So it wasn't you making. It wasn't you that initially made the offer to throw the right. Push. I wasn't was, about
1: to offer him like three thousand dollars to fucking lose to me. Like I didn't have that kind of scrilla.
0: That's interesting, man, because that changes the whole dynamic of it. That's that's a context is key thing. Because if it, so, someone else was offering this. Al, this Alki David was offering the money, and Keemstar told you about it. Is yeah? It- well, he's offered, he offered us both
1: the same amount of money, which I think was like three thousand dollars a piece. To go have a rematch on Battlecam, and then I think he was going to give like it might have been fifteen hundred, might have been another three thousand. Like he'd give him six thousand dollars if he lost.
0: And and Syndicate said no to that, so that wasn't yeah. That,
1: that came from well. Like- he took it. He took it right away and like uploaded just what I told him. Like I was offering him money. Like clipped it right there. Bang. Oh shit! So that's pretty. That's pretty. Na- that's pretty shady. Then why? Well, it- it, well, he looked like I, what I was doing. We like it is a little shady, but the idea was like if he lost, there was going to be a third match, and the third match would have been straight up. But it, it, it's all—it's all about making money and like creating drama.
0: So it was like a WWE move, basically. It was like right. you lose a—you lose a match, he loses a match, and then you know just to to get more of an audience in, they were basically just kind of okay,
1: right. Because he was trying to promote Battlecam at the time, and he and something like that could have like drawn eyes to his product. Huh. Okay. Which syndicate was not in in this line of conversation at all. I just showed him what the offer was, and like he clipped it and sent it, put it right on his Twitter. Like the instant.
0: That must have fru- which, that must which, have frustrated you because that made you look terrible.
1: Well, I, I was already looking terrible. It just made me look worse. It was like fuck it. <laughs> like at the time, I had the meltdown. Which in hindsight, the meltdown was whatever. It was whatever. I guess Syndicate made the right move. It made him look really good. And was he a millionaire now? Multi millionaire? Something like that? That's, He's not
0: hurting. It's, it's interesting, <laughs> man. A lot of people around you have been very successful. You have Kyle, who was around you, Woody, who was around you, Keemstar, Syndicate. Um, all of them seem to have really blown succeeded. up. Succeeded? Yeah. Well, I like, I like to put that with like, I.
1: One, one of the things I learned growing up was if you want to be successful, put yourself around people that are successful. And I'd like to say I'm a I'm a good judge of character when it comes to people because you can see people's like – you can see the person in behind somebody, behind their personality, and is that person success, success, successful or not? There's people that have been successes like Kyle and Woody, but there's also people that, that didn't succeed that I felt like should have, like Lefty. Like to me lefty had the work ethic, the voice and the talent to be a successful YouTuber. He just never clicked with him.
0: What do you think held you back from getting to that level me. of success yourself? Me? Me? Okay. You
1: own it. Uh, That's cool. I'm I'm perpetually lazy. I procrastinate too much and like I always settle for less.
0: Do you think you could change that? Do you think you could
1: do do you could turn that around now? Hopefully one day. Like that like but at the time like it's like at the time like money's not my main motivator, like like I'd rather, I'd rather make the same money I make now to the end of time and just be middle middle class and lose the weight, versus like keeping the weight and be you know syndicate level successful.
0: Do you think you could lose? What what is your goal weight? Two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. Do you think by this time next year you could get to that if you focused? Yes. Okay.
1: I mean, but like, am I going to be here two fifty this time next year? No.
0: Okay. At least you. At least I mean,
1: you. I mean that's me being honest with myself. Like, like, I, like two days ago, I was supposed to start back on my diet and I didn't. What was your diet supposed to consist of? One hundred twenty ounces of water a day, fourteen hundred calories.
0: What would you? What have you been eating that kept you away from that? Like, what is something that... Mainly the food I stocked up on for the
1: quarantine.
0: <laughs> uh, what did you stock up on? Uh, like, like, ramen noodles. Um, like oh, that's canned, so bad for you. Joe.
1: Canned pasta for, like, Chef Boyardee, um Things like, um, like, I got, like, General So Chicken things that you put in the oven and cook. And, you know, I have all this food in my house right now. Because I went and bought, like, $200 worth of food in case we got quarantined here in South Carolina. And it's like, Oh, now I have, now I can
0: eat more, but like F F what I'll do is on Twitter. I'll send you a link to one of the bars that I eat. I don't know how picky you are with food, but there, they're, I eat anything. that's not seafood. Okay. It ain't seafood. I'll send them to you, man. Cause I'm telling you, you could lose it, bro. I'm telling you. It, it, I know I can lose. It. I dropped 150 pounds in a year.
1: Like, it. it, it I, like I, I can lose it. I just got to be motivated. And like, it's, it is what it is. It's like a, I just try to live my life one day at a time. I try to be, I try to be the best person I possibly can be every day. And I know like all the stuff we talked about and I'd like to put this as a caveat, all the bad shit we talked about and all the people we talked about, cause we dropped a lot of names. I don't have hate for anybody in here. Like I love Woody. I love Kyle. I like Keemstar now. Like I don't even hate syndicate. Like it, what he did, didn't do nothing wrong. All he, all he did was win like a, a slow ass one V one. Fuck it. Right. Like, I don't hate anybody. And like all this is, is compiled of like almost 10 years of drama we've put into one little two hour segment. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm terrible at podcast racing
0: right now. <laughs> no, it's you. you what you got to do, man. And like I said, is and it took me a lot. I'm a stubborn son of a bitch, is learn from the mistakes you made. And go from here. And the one thing I'll tell you that I know it's tempting, dude, is keep your personal shit personal. Yeah, that, that you, you, you're not you. You're you're guilty of it. I think DSP is more guilty of it. But even if you're having a bad day and you want to vent, the last thing you want to vent. I think dude, you were unfair to DSP. I was unfair to DSP.
1: Yeah, I seen a video of like where you were like were giving him some bits and like you had like this rant on him. And he was like, um, that he was like, he. This is why people hate him and stuff like that. He, here I is. I the don't thing. think
0: DSP is a bad person. I don't think he is either, and I still like, wish the guy the best. I just think.
1: He, I just think he has. A, he has a bad way of dealing with his situation, and he
0: just. He's just not good at it. His whole thing was, why didn't you? I actually talk about that to some ordinary gamers podcast I uploaded today, where I interviewed him. He's like, why didn't you get me on my email or my cell phone? I don't have the motherfucker on speed dial. I don't know his number and I don't know his email. He has like a hotmail, like it's still 2007. Uh, I, honestly,
1: like I have his email and it's, you're pulling teeth to get his email. Like I wanted to get him on the podcast show which was the podcast, me and Jive and Eddie and I all did back in the day and like he made up every excuse not to go on it. And like we weren't gonna hit him with like, you know, the troll stuff. We we just wanted him on there because it's fucking Dark Side Phil. As much as people think as he's like this degenerate loser that's half a million in debt, he's still a legend in our community. Like everybody knows who Dark Side Phil is.
0: Yeah, everybody. Even like the biggest everybody. names out there have talked right. about him, yeah.
1: And like I've always said myself, like I'm like the Michael Jackson of fucking Call of Duty. Like people know who Michael Jackson is. They just don't buy Michael Jackson albums anymore. <laughs> You're the Michael ja- thats a first. I haven't heard of that one, but I- yeah, but like toward the end of Michael Jackson's life, he wasn't selling like he was when he was, you know, younger.
0: I get when, I get what you' you're not you're not comparing yourself to Michael you are just the analogy I get is like you're saying that people know who you are but you're not having the same people watch you I get the, the same thing.
1: success yeah yeah the same. Like,
0: like like
1: I, I like Phil like and like Phil's actually like like Phil gets like get panned because he's bad at Dark Souls
0: he's actually pretty good at Dark Souls oh he's better like, than me at Dark Souls I sucked it. I mean at like Souls. like if
1: you've ever went to twitch and put in dark Souls and clicked any blind let's play on Twitch dark side feels
0: like God compared to those people. Oh God! If you, you watch me, it would be the most. It, they would be making this is how you don't plays about me. But
1: like people, people look at Phil with a more critical eye.
0: Well, he is actually in some ways he puts out. He doesn't like. Oh, Rich wants to talk about my personal stuff. I'm like, well, first off, Phil, I'll say this again. I tried to contact you on Twitter. I didn't know your phone number. I didn't even know how the hell even get your email. And I gave him bits seeing if he wanted to come in the podcast because I did try to contact him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I didn't get if he said no on Twitter okay, I would have never bothered him again. It wasn't that I was trying to make a fucking spectacle of it. I was like, okay, now I know this is one way I could get his attention because I tried other ways.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't have got his attention on Twitter. Phil's Twitter is really disingenuous.
0: I'm, so I didn't know how else to get him except, you know, he's Cause like,
1: like he, he's one of those people that uses Twitter as like an advertising platform. Like every post he puts, isn't there's, there's nothing authentic about his posts.
0: Which is probably smart because then he would get people going after him all day, right?
1: But like he has to be there because he's got to be guarded because all the, all the times he's been fucked. I remember one time people pretended to be like a um, what are those things called back in the day? Like Machinima was one of them, and like you'd had like uh, like full screen. What were those
0: things called? MMCs? Yeah, like- multi-channel networks. Yeah.
1: Multi-channel networks. Well, people pretended to be one of these multi-channel networks that would get like these. This is how you don't plays off YouTube. Mm. And he left. I think it was Maker.
0: Or I think he was a Machinima for a long time. I
1: think it he was, was a machinima. machinima for a long time. Yeah. yeah, he left Machinima to join these guys, and they are like, "Aha, I got you!" And now he's got no contract. So now, now he has to take a worse deal with Maker. I think. I don't and even know who he's, he's with now. I know he's lost twenty or thirty extra percent of his YouTube revenue.
0: His YouTube channel's dead now. He barely uploads to it anymore. I know right, that. right, right, right. But, but at the
1: time, that was his main source of income. Like, he went from, like, because like, our machinima deals were stellar. We had, like, 90-10s, right? And then, like, a Maker deal for, like, a, a channel that just needs Maker to be their 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 multi-channel network is, like, 60-40. Oh. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and, like, he went from a 90-10 to a 60-40 because somebody fucked with him. And it's, like, you got to be guarded after that. Yeah, and like I recently got catfished for like three fucking months. You got catfished. Explain yeah, out of control. Um, I, I, when I created my YouTube account, I used the same handle on everything. Like, so my YouTube account was Wings of Redemption. My dating account was Wings of Redemption. Everything was Wings of Redemption. This was years ago because I started my dating profile when I was nineteen. I'm thirty four next month, right? So, like, my dating profile is old. So, like, they're able to find my Plenty of Fish account. And I had somebody pretend to be interested in me to try to get information on, like, my diet and things like that.
0: Stop it. Okay, continue. I'm not
1: fucking with you. Not fucking with you at all.
0: Wow. So, what, like they, what ended up happening? You got catfish, you said. So, you kept talking to this person? Well, I ended up getting into a relationship with this other girl.
1: And this other girl ended up getting diagnosed with cancer and they thought at the same time I was about to, that I was cheating on her with this catfish, which I, I wasn't like, I was like already in my head, like, all right, this catfish is going nowhere because like, they would never like talk on the phone. They would never like message anywhere. Like we've been talking for like three months and you won't give me your Facebook. Was, like, Wh- whatever. So- and like. So eventually, they came out that they're catfish, and that I that I shouldn't feed my cats as much as I feed them and shit like that.
0: Wow! Dude. And it was the same.
1: It's the same dude. The same dude. It, like I don't know his name, like his actual name, but he goes by Edmonton Skeptic on Reddit, and he goes by Matthew Otwell everywhere else. He's been sending hate messages since 2014. Like he would. I, I remember I used to have my Facebook, my personal Facebook public, and he would go through and tell every girl on my personal Facebook that they're fat. And he would link a three-hour live stream, you know, and he wouldn't give a specific time. He'd just link a three-hour live stream. And nobody that does not in the know is going to look through three-hour video and find out where I called them fat at, right? They're just going to take it at face value and delete me. And, like, I lost a lot of friends that way until I I took my Facebook private
0: wow that's some interesting dis- so someone okay uh, yeah yeah that, that's pretty 4d chess that they're doing all right they're like oh wings cold call- or, or jordan called you fat here here here's the video here's proof they're not going to look through it because it's so long they're just going to take it and say yeah he did and i'm pissed now mm-hmm. right it's amazing how dedicated some of these people are it's,
1: it's so. the same dude he's been he came from uh boogie came from boogie how do you know that Cause he's told me that. Oh, he told you that. Okay, okay. He's told me that he came from boogie in like 2014. Like when boogie shouted me out during, it was maybe into 2013 FPS camp, October, 2013. And like, um, he, he, he's fucked with me ever since. Like, he's just, he, he's one of those educated, motivated missiles that is always guided towards me. Like, like, he tries everything in his power. He's done the catfishing. He's done the Facebook stalking. He's, you know, he 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 runs a subreddit right now dedicated to hating on me. I'm sure he probably has a Discord as well.
0: It's amazing how much time these people have. It's pretty incredible. Like one of
1: my original detractors, I'm going to use the fill word here, was from you. From me. The big cheese. Oh, stop! Really? Yeah. They're all he's but. Rena- he renamed himself the Lord of the Wings, and like the he ki, um, basically Kiwi Farms got involved, and they figured out Lord of the Wings was the big cheese. Just give, just give me my two hundred. Yeah,
0: I, give me my two hundred. Yeah, him. It's because I sta- I know why. Because I started ignoring him. He got bored. That's exactly what fucking happened. I ignored him. Everything he sent to me, I ignored, and he got bored. So he moved on to you. See what I'm saying, though. Yeah, you ignore him, they get bored now I've watched because I fucking talked about it wow. all of a sudden I'm going to see just give me my 200 come back but you well, get I, my I, I doubt it because like people like Kiwi Farms found like him rapping for like, car, like
1: local car companies and stuff like that and like it all poured out there what what yeah there's videos of him like rapping like making a rap song for like a local like buy here pay here lot
0: <laughs> the actual guy the actual guy yeah you need to send me that video you need to send me a fucking link to that. I'd have to. Find, I had to go back and find it. He's like a three hundred pound black guy. I got it. I got to let that sink in. That son of a bitch <laughs> was up my ass for like a now. Na- <laughs> Stop it! You have to. What the fuck? I was almost going to end this podcast I mean, about a couple minutes ago. You that was like this is like. Yeah, I mean, if you worthy. go to
1: my if you go to my like local thread on Kiwi Farms, you'll find it.
0: It's on there. Dude, you gotta send it to me later. You have to. That's incredible. I can send you the thread link. You just gotta go back through it. Yeah, I'll go through it. That's fine. You don't have to do the work for me. Just send me the thread link. All right, man. That what a hell of a way to end it. You just (laughs) (laughs) like like like. I I, I, I was like, wow, like dude, you're big too, and you're sitting here making fun of me. Like, oh, that's why he—that's yeah. why he won't come back and troll. Because I could just find out he was rapping for a, for a car company or a car or a car lot. It, was like, it wasn't even a good one. It wasn't like a like a
1: Ford dealership. It was like one of his buy here, pay here lots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! How many years of hell he gave me, and now he gets exposed. Dude. He gets exposed on the Exposed podcast. Wow. Yeah. All right, man, dude, this was good. This was a nice, healthy, balanced podcast. Thank you for coming on. You know, I, I, wish, I wish I was better. I feel like I did terrible, but no, what, it what, is what it is. About? No, you man, you came on. I asked questions. You did your thing, and I appreciate it, man. I, I think it's a good step forward for you. And like I'm telling you, dude, from a guy who did it all the time, don't feed the trolls. The extra twelve grand a month you get isn't worth it. Do it do it only fans where you're. Well, I wish it was 12 grand a month, but you know, you know 12 grand a year, 12, grand, a year, 12 <laughs> yeah. grand get my point. Do it do it do it only. 12 grand a month I'd actually have that Ford Raptor. Do do it, do it, do, it, do it only fans. I'll show my man titties off with you. We'll do that. That's how you can make it. So All know, right, that's pretty hairy now. That, that'd be pretty frightening too. But anyway, guys, this is episode 11 with Wings of Redemption. Thank you so much for coming on, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Expose. 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 Expose.